Hello, I'm Andrew Martin. This is Bulldog Insider for Sunday, January 12, 2020. Tonight on Bulldog Insider, 48 hours from now, the men's basketball team will get a second chance to beat one of the best teams in the country. We'll preview the upcoming game against San Diego State, and we'll get to know freshman Orlando Robinson. Maddie UT from the women's basketball team joins us in studio. Did you know the Bulldogs are in first place? Now, KC24's Bulldog Insider, presented by Fashion Furniture. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Bulldog Insider, our first show of 2020. And we're talking basketball. There are 353 teams in Division I. Two are undefeated, Auburn and San Diego State. The Tigers are 15-0. The Aztecs, 17-0, after they beat Boise State last night. The last time San Diego State was this good to start a season, Kawhi Leonard was on the team. That was nine years ago. The Aztecs started that year 20-0. Here's a little bit more about this year's team, currently ranked seventh in the country, and that could change before Tuesday. San Diego State has non-conference wins against BYU, Creighton, Iowa, and Utah, and those have all come away from Viejas Arena. Tuesday night, San Diego State will be at the Save Mart Center to play Fresno State. It's an 8 p.m. tip-off. These teams met 11 days ago in San Diego. The Bulldogs lost by nine. We're here with head coach Justin Hudson. Coach, not the greatest of starts to conference play. You guys are just one and four in the Mountain West. To what do you attribute your struggles so far? If you've been watching, we've had, we haven't had our whole team on the floor yet, except for at Utah State, and we took Utah State to overtime. You know, they've had two conference games early in December. You're playing four or five freshmen at a time, and we lost a close game at home to UNLV. So, you know, if, if you're paying attention to us right now, you know that we're getting better. You know that we're playing a lot of young guys, and you know our older guys are hurt. Speaking of getting better, you have repeatedly said that February is the time when you really want to start to play your best basketball. How close are you? We still don't have Noah Blackwell back. And if, again, Nate Grimes didn't play a game and he, he could hardly shoot last game, and New Williams is limping around with a knee injury. So, you know, you're going to pick a time where you feel you're going to have everybody on the floor. And if you're playing four or five freshmen, you're going to pick a time when they're going to grow up. So you pick February at a time because you figure we had gone through the league and you figure everybody would be healthy. On some of the guys that you're working back into the rotation, you finally have Jordan Campbell eligible. He played Tuesday night at New Mexico. Now, his numbers weren't that great in 29 minutes, just 2 of 14 shooting for 8 points. He could have had jitters. He could have had nerves, assuming that that's just rust that's trying to get off of him right now. Where do you see his development and the type of player that he can be for your program? He's very athletic. I hope he gets better. He's also a freshman, so you want him to continue to get better. We're glad he was aggressive, took a few bad shots, had some nice plays, went into your first environment at New Mexico at the pit in front of 15,000 people. He's gonna get. He's not going to do anything but continue to get better. Coach, you're in a stretch right now where three of four games are being played on the road, but your next game is a home game. You've got San Diego State coming to the Save Mart Center on Tuesday, a team that you just faced. They are currently the seventh-ranked team in the country. Are they one of the best teams in the country in your mind? Is that an accurate statement? They're ranked seventh, so they, you know the AP poll thinks they are. How do you stop them? Because they got you at Viejas. We got to score. I think we did a good job defensively at Viejas, but we couldn't score at Viejas. So we, we're going to have to share the ball, get to the second side, take better shots. You know, and we need a great crowd here to keep us going defensively. Is it an advantage or a disadvantage to play a team like that again so soon? It's a disadvantage because we're hurt. You know, it was like it was a disadvantage to play two conference games in December this year when you were playing so many freshmen, you know, so, but you don't worry about that. You play the people that are in front of you, and, the, and our guys, we're proud of our guys. We're going out and working hard. We're just about in every game, 
you know, and that's not enough for us, but we have to have realistic expectations until we get everybody out on the floor. Having a top 10 team come to your place, what type of an opportunity is that? Same opportunity if it was a top 150 team. It's the next game and you're ready to play. Lastly, Coach, I want to ask you about Paul Watson. Obviously, you didn't coach him at Fresno State, but you're probably familiar with him because you coached against him when you were at San Diego State. A guy who worked really hard, who got a chance and made his NBA debut this week. Anything you'd like to say about somebody who wore the Bulldog red and is now competing at the highest level? Congrats to Paul. I had a chance to meet with him this summer. He came in. He was working hard in the gym. He talked to our guys. So congrats to him and anybody that's a Bulldog, whether I was here or not, we're proud of. Back to the current Bulldogs. Again, Tuesday night's game is an 8 p.m. tip-off at the Save Mart Center. It's a nationally televised game, and it's Pride of the Valley night. Some Pride of the Valley signs will be given away. There will be a halftime performance by Break the Barriers. And right now, there's an online ticket offer where you can get in for just $6 if you buy two. Up next on the Bulldog Insider, we're not done talking about the men's basketball team just yet. Fresno State has played a lot of freshmen this season. We'll go one-on-one -on -one with one of them, Orlando Robinson. Next. I'm just trying to win with my team, and uh, a personal goal for me is to get freshman of the year. Well, right now, Orlando Robinson is currently the Bulldogs' leading scorer, averaging 12.9 points per game, and he's averaging 7.3 rebounds per game, which is second most on the team. Julia Lopez tells us more about the guy who wears number 10. Thanks, Andrew. The Fresno State men's basketball team sits at 5-11, and 11, but a lot of that has to do with how young this team is. They have had their share of freshmen playing, and one of the standouts stands at 6-11. My dad's 6-5, my mom's 5-5, so I guess I got kind of lucky. That 6-11 frame has been working hard this season for Fresno State. In his first year as a Bulldog, Orlando Robinson, also known as O, already has four double-double outings and three 20-point games. You know, I don't get too nostalgic over a freshman coming in and that he brings certain things to it and you know he's, he's a good player and we're happy that he's here he's playing great he's been playing great as of late and we want to keep keep getting him better I feel like every day we go closer and closer together and that builds our um, chemistry and our friendship so if those two things are good then the team is just going to be wonderful the team has dealt with injuries this season, and that has forced the Bulldogs to play six freshmen. Robinson and Jared Hyder have led the youth movement. Playing four or five freshmen at a time at times, so they're all supposed to get better, and they all are getting better, and we're happy and we're proud of them. In high school, Robinson had several big-name schools after him, like Kansas, Kansas State, Louisville, Arizona State, and Georgia Tech, but he decided Hudson and the Bulldogs were the best fit for him. I felt when I came here, it was more of a family. I had a sense of trust when I came here, and I trusted him. My coaches trusted him. My parents trusted him. And I feel that it was the best decision for me because I trusted him, too. Yeah, I mean, he's very talented. He's very talented. I don't compare it too much, but, yeah, you got to be up there. Fresno State has already played in some of the toughest arenas this season, not just in the Mountain West, but in college basketball. They've played at the Spectrum, Viejas, and the Pit, a realization that he's not in high school anymore. It's a new experience because I haven't really played in atmospheres like that, so coming into college and playing in those atmospheres has really humbled me in a way. However, he doesn't lack any confidence either. Is there an NBA player right now that you try to emulate a little bit? No. Is there anybody that you look up to? Mm, no. 
What about Paul George being a part of this and being, you know, the all-star that he is? Um, I, yeah. I mean, Paul George, is, he's a cool guy, but um, I see myself playing against him in the future, so I'm not trying to idolize him too much. You think you can defend him? Not now, <laughs> but once I get there, I will. Now, when Paul George was a freshman at Fresno State, he had six 20-point games. Robinson is halfway there, and he has a specific mindset when he steps out onto the floor every night. And to just do my best and to play the sport that I know and love at the best of my ability because I love it so much and I love to compete. Now, you can watch Orlando and the rest of the Fresno State men's basketball team on Tuesday when they take on 7th-ranked San Diego State. Tip-off set for 8 o'clock right here at the Save Mart Center. Reporting from Fresno State, I'm Julia Lopez for Bulldog. Dog Insider. All right, thanks, Julia. The women's basketball team is also getting ready to face San Diego State. Up next on the Bulldog Insider, a conversation with Maddie Udy. Next. Welcome back to the Bulldog Insider. We are pleased to be joined now by Maddie Udy, junior forward on the women's basketball team. The Bulldogs are 12 and 4 overall this season, 5 and 0 in the Mountain West, and they got to 5 and 0 by coming from behind to beat New Mexico in their last game on Wednesday. Now, Maddie, you were down by 16 points with 9 minutes to play. How'd you win that game? Um, I think that we just knew that we we had the confidence going in that we could do it. Um, we did it the game before against San Jose. And so um, we just pushed the ball and knew that we had to score and get stops. Yeah, you mentioned the game before San Jose State. In that game, you were down by 12 with eight and a half minutes to play. How did you win that one? <laughs> um, we shot well in the fourth quarter, and um, we didn't let them score. Um, and I think that's just how we did it. You started conference play 4-0 last year, finished 11-7 in conference. Can you compare this season to last year's? Um, yeah, we started, we had a really good start, but I think um, towards the end of the conference, we kind of let it get away from us a little bit, and I think this season, we have an urgency to win every game, whether we're down or not. I know basketball is a team game, but Maddie, individually, you're having an outstanding year. We'll put some information on the screen for everyone. Through the first five conference games, you are top five in six categories, including first in scoring and first in steals. How have you gotten better, individually, from last year to this year? Um, I think I, the coaches have just put me in a different role. Um, they've had a lot of trust in me to score, and I think I'm just trying to take advantage of that. And um, my teammates trust me to get what, what I have to do, to do what I have to do, and that's helped a lot as well. Speaking of your teammates, the Cavenders have made mm -hmm. an immediate impact as freshmen. They're right behind you in scoring. Haley is tied with you in rebounding. What do they bring to the team, and how do they push you? Yeah, they're very competitive, and they're going to push They push the whole team um, this summer. There are two point guards on the team, then we have Allie, and so we're fast-paced. We're much faster-paced now, um, and yeah, there's just about a whole different aspect to our team. I asked you this before the cameras were rolling right now, but uh, they're identical twins. How long did it take you to be able to know which one was Hannah and which one was Haley? Um, I think after the summer, I started getting it because we spent so much time together. Um, now I can just look at them and tell them apart. But in the beginning, um, I definitely had to just look at their hair. <laughs> <laughs> so what practical jokes did they typically play before everyone figured out who they are? Um, they didn't really, um, which was nice. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think they put any jokes on us. How thoughtful. How thoughtful that they are as teammates. Um, okay, Maddie, back to the actual games on the court. Your next game is Wednesday at San Diego State. You face the Aztecs on New Year's Day, and you beat them by 25 points. How do you do that again? Um, we just have to come out from the beginning as hard as we did the first time 
um, I think that they're going to come back wanting to beat us, um, just like we did at home, but we just have to come out with an urgency from the beginning. What would you say are your immediate goals as a team and your long-term goals? Because 5-0 and right now mm -hmm. could potentially turn into more. How do you look yeah. at this season? Uh, I think a short-term goal is just to start games strong. The past two games we've had a little, a little bit of a slow start, um, so we want to play a full 40 minutes. And then a long-term goal is definitely the Mountain West Championship. What about beyond that? Have you guys thought about the NCAA tournament? Because there was a stretch. Yeah. You weren't here, but there was a stretch when this yeah. team went to seven straight NCAA tournaments. Yeah, that would be definitely great. That's definitely a goal of ours um, right now. Where were you when the Bulldogs were doing that? You were just a young kid, right? Yeah, I was just young, probably in high school, middle school. Did that help your decision in coming to Fresno State because of that? Yeah, um, when I was making my decision and visiting here, the uh, team, the winning culture was definitely something that stood out to me and that winning was a big deal and that's what one of the decisions that why I made my decision come here. When you look at the conference and going back to you individually, the great season that you're having, I know it's early, knock on wood over here, I know it's early, but you're a leading candidate to be Mountain West Player of the Year. What would that mean to you? Um, it would mean a lot. It would mean my hard work is paying off, um, but really I just want to win the conference and hopefully that happens. This seems like an easy question, but how much fun is winning. Winning so much fun. It's everything. Um, and when you get to do it with teammates that you love and that you've gotten to know um, the past three years, it's, it's a lot of fun, yeah. Lastly, tell us, about, tell us something about you, not basketball related, that people may not know. Um, I'm from a small town, Seaside, Oregon, and, they, and my community there is the most supportive community I could have ever asked for, and they still support me to this day. How many games do they come to? Um, well, I, we played in Portland, and I had, like, my whole town came and showed up. We had, like, 100 people there or something, and it was, it was so much fun. Nice. Mm -hmm. Well, continued greatness, I guess, is something that we can expect of you. Uh, she's Maddie Udy, junior forward on the women's basketball team and an early candidate for Conference Player of the Year. Maddie, thanks for coming in today, and good luck against San Diego State. Thank you. My pleasure. We'll be right back. The Fresno State wrestling team had a good weekend in Virginia. Wrestling in the Virginia duels for the second time in three years, the Bulldogs finished in third place. Two individuals went 4-0 over the weekend. Hunter Cruz at 184 pounds, Josh Hokett at heavyweight. Fresno State is now 6-5 overall this season, and the Bulldogs return home on Friday to host Duke. They should win that one. They just faced Duke in Virginia on Friday. They won 50 to nothing. Yeah. Time now for the Bulldog Insider Play of the Week. For that, we go back to Tuesday. Not a specific play, but the entire career of Brenna Moss. On Tuesday, she announced she's retiring from professional softball. Moss had spent the past five seasons with the Chicago Bandits. Before that, she was a four-year starter for the Bulldogs. Our Tweet of the Week. From Thursday, a couple of ex-Bulldogs named Johnson. Swapping jerseys, Tyler Johnson with the Suns, he plays basketball, Keyshawn Johnson with the Cardinals, who of course plays football. We'll be right back. A reminder, you can always watch segments from the show online at yourcentralvalley.com. Whether you missed them the first time or like them so much you want to watch them again, the website is yourcentralvalley.com. You can also listen to the Bulldog Insider whenever you want. We're a podcast. And look at all the places where you can hear us. Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, among others. And, of course, on the Bulldog Insider page at yourcentralvalley.com. 
The divisional round of the NFL playoffs continued today. Devontae Adams has two touchdowns for the Packers, one in each half. Right now, Green Bay leads Seattle 28-23 in the fourth quarter. And Devontae Adams has seven catches for 128 yards. Unfortunately, we can't show it to you because the game is still going on. But tune in tonight at 11. Julia Lopez will have those highlights for you. Also want to mention on Friday, Aaron Judge and the Yankees agreed to a one-year deal for $8.5 million. They avoid arbitration. Aaron Judge was making $684,300 last season, which is a lot of money to you and me, but for a major league player and a player of his caliber, not that much. So he gets a raise to $8.5 million. Judge, of course, the rookie of the year in 2017. This past season, he batted 272 with 27 home runs and 55 RBI in 102 games. The swimming and diving team beat Cal Poly yesterday to win its fourth straight dual meet. And lacrosse news this week, Jessica Giglio, no longer the head coach. According to the university, she stepped down after eight seasons. That's it for us. We thank you for watching. We'll see you next Sunday at 6 o'clock. Have a good night.